Hi, welcome to the PDYC podcast. The purpose-driven youth chapel of Calvary Baptist Church at Oraka is a youth ministry for young adults and the young at heart. Our mission is to exalt God in worship and raise exceptional leaders for the next generation. Join us as we dive into today's message and I know you'd be blessed. Now, listen to today's message. Celebrate the goodness of God. Please stream your seat. We give this, all the glory to our senior pastor who stayed, we stand, and we learn him. I want to salute the senior ones in the house, Reverend Kingsley and Reverend Doris, as well as the other pastors. These are seasoned men and women of God. Put your hands together. Most of the time, they are unassuming. But they are doing mighty things behind the scene. I also want to say thank you to the pastor of the house in his absence, but his wife is here. Let's do it for Reverend and Mrs. Felicity. Also, come on, put your hands together and bless the Lord for their lives. And thank you all for the leadership of the youth chapel. And even you were a blessing to us on Father's Day. Thank you so much. You, these guys, you are givers. You know how to give. And you don't only give for nothing, but you give quality things. You give quality. You are, you are, you, you know good things. And we want to thank God for your life. Amen. This afternoon, we are looking at a very critical subject. The theme for this quarter is enduring faith. Enduring faith. That word enduring should tell you that it's possible that your faith can be weak, it can be dormant, it can be dead. But enduring faith is the faith that keeps alive, no matter the challenges. And we are looking at perseverance. Oh, I see Pastor Cecil at the back. Bless you, sir. Now, so we are talking about perseverance in trial. But I have chosen to tweak the topic a bit and said, unshakable lifestyle. Living an unshakable lifestyle. Having a kind of a lifestyle that nothing will shake you, that things will come. But nothing should ever shake you. Our focus is on James chapter 1 verse 1 to 6. But I, I, I love to take certain scriptures that are things that happened so that you can relate to them. And so I chose the story of Jehoshaphat as we look at what God did even in the midst of their trial. So we will look at 2 Chronicles 20 from verse 1 to verse 33. But you can read But we looked at 12 to 20. That is what we've been looking at. But I, I want us to look at this, this personality to whom if you look up to him, if you look up to him, no matter the trials, and by the way, trials and temptation are not the same. Trials and temptation are not the same. Trials are meant for maturity. Trials are meant for character building. Trials are meant to see God on another level. Trials are Revelation in disguise. Trials are opportunities packaged in suffering. Trials are blessings that will come, but they don't wear suit and tie. Trials are things that will shake your foundation to assess how strong and how solid your faith in the Lord is. Trials will come to build you up. 
Trials are not meant to destroy you. Trials are not meant to disgrace you. Trials are meant to open your eyes to see another level of God. And you must go through it. Because trials, until you go through, you cannot tell your story. But temptations are meant for you to fall. Temptations are meant for your destruction. And the devil is always behind temptation so that your testimony will be messed up. But oftentimes, trials are God's permissive issues that happen in our life. And we'll be looking at some of those things. So, let's look at this man who was only 33 years. Three years of his ministry was outstanding. He had never, there's nobody who had been ever hated. If they talk about enemies, this man had enemies. If they talk about suffering, he's been through suffering. This man has been through a number of things. He never wrote a book. He never built one house. He never went to school, so he did not have a classmate. He never traveled from any big city. All he was was in a small corner. He never married and had children. In fact, he is not associated with the success we will call today. And he lived only 33 years. In 30 years, his ministry was not known. He came on the scene at the, only three years. But it has been found out that nobody ever lived can be compared to this man. Today, even though he never wrote a book, even though he never had a child, even though he never had classmates, even though he never went to school, today, his name is outstanding. The choir just sang about his name. Today, people write books in his name. Today, people build a house and they put his name. Today, he does not have children, but today, he had thousands of children. And that is the success story of Jesus Christ. A man nobody regarded. So when we are talking about trial, and we are talking about perseverance, and we are talking about stability, it is Jesus Christ. He should be your highest model. This man, if you connect to him, you will find life. That is why Paul could say, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have life. Now, young people, let me share something with you. I have been to some things and I have gone through some things you have not gone through. Whether you like it or not, it's a fact. Because the age I have attained and your age, I have gone ahead of you. So there are some things I have seen in life, tasted in life, gone through in life, and has shaped my ministry, has also informed my way of doing things, and has shaped my values. It has made me to know that anything you trust will fail you. Anything you trust in life will fail you. But this man... This man will never fail you. When you trust him, when you know him, when, hey, when you put your trust in him, no matter the storms of life, he will keep you going. He will keep you going. And I've come to know that all other ground is a sinking sand. But this Jesus is forever sure. Put your hands together. Let's celebrate him. You see, you see how gentle you are? Come on, go ahead and celebrate this king. The king of glory, the Lord of lords. Your majesty, your power will give you thanks. Let's, let's, so, so let's look at some things. Look, when you work with Jesus, trials will come. But you see, the reason why many Christians are not living a victorious, a victorious and evidential life. I'm choosing my words. Victorious and evidential. 
you are not only victorious, there must be an evidence that you were a Christian. Something about you must be attractive that people will want to buy into your Jesus. But today, many people are only calling the name of Jesus, but the reality of the name, the reality of relationship with Jesus is not manifesting in their life. And let me tell you something. We are already there. I was saying in the first service that we are in a time that people will come to church. Situations will be so tough. Don't think that things are going to be better down. The Bible tells us in the last days. So things are rather going to be on the other side. So don't let anybody deceive you and tell you that he will come and fix things up. The Bible says in the last days, the heart of people will be wicked. In the last days, people will be wicked. So already, things are happening. I am telling you that people are going to come to church and sing in the name of the Lord and clap in the name of the Lord. But when the going gets tough, they will take their Bible on one hand and go to the Malam or Juju on the other hand. Because they realize that their God is too late. Their God is not doing the way. It is going to be only those who know him and know him very well that will stand the test of time. So don't look at everybody and think that everybody is a solid Christian. Your faith will be take, shaken. You'll, you'll be tested. And I want us to know, let's look at this scripture. It's a word to them that are at ease in Zion. So it means that there are people who nothing shakes them. They don't care. They are so comfortable. They are, they are in some companies. The companies they work with are influencing them for evil. And they are not realizing that what I am doing, the people I work with, the books I read, that pornography, where I sit, something is about destroying me. He doesn't care. Nothing is shaking him. His prayer life, he does not care. And he said, woe to those who sit in Zion at ease. Country broke, no broke, oh, with their inside. They say, come for a youth meeting. I know they come. Come and do this. I know they come. And for you, you don't care. It's about pleasure. It's about food. And you don't know even that there's a storm coming. Meanwhile, there's a storm. And some people can perceive that the storm that is coming, I better get up and do something. But there are some people who are at ease in Zion. They don't care. If I choose, I come to church. If I choose, I will listen to the message. If I choose, I'll do my Bible study. If I choose, I will... I, I will. And he says, woe to those ones. But he said there are people. As soon as Zion traveled... She brought forth her children. It means that when I am uncomfortable, I see the trial, I see the storm, but I rise up and say, come on, this storm will not kill me. This storm I will overcome. And you will get up from your chair and if possible, put away perfume. Put away every designer thing. Put away everything. Say, come on. My family will not perish in this one. My children will not die. My business will not go down. And you will stand and you shall travel. And the Bible says, as soon as Zion traveled, she gave birth. So it means that the, the birth was locked. And Zion didn't travel. But the moment Zion traveled, something happened. May God give you the spirit of traveling. I said, may you not be a lazy youth. May you be a youth that is able to look at things and get a spiritual understanding. And stand on behalf of your family and say, over my dead body, as long as I am a member of this family, this thing shall not pass. And silence the enemy and bring forth good things into your family. Somebody lift up your hand. Say, I receive the anointing that travels for result. Say, my hand is lifted. Say, Satan, 
it is too late for you. I am a representative of my family. As long as I live, as long as I live, I shall change the narrative about my family. Every shame, every disgrace, every delay in my family where they cannot see the glory of God as a servant of the Most High. I shall travel and Zion shall deliver. Open your mouth and travel. Come on, travel. Open your mouth and speak over your children, over your parents, over your next generation. Open your mouth. Don't keep quiet. Open your mouth and travel and travel and travel and travel and travel. That God Almighty will open the door, will open the door. Never again must somebody die. Never again must somebody die. Watch me. I went to an all night. And in the all night, there was this young man. Eh? The guy would run and go and come. Run at the point. At the point, he took off his shirt. And was in not only the sing like the, the t shirt one. And he was sweating like I was sweating. And people were looking at him like he couldn't be bothered. Then whilst the all night was almost coming to an end, he started screaming and came to the front to ask for permission to say something. The all night was almost at the close. He said, sir, I am the first generation in my family. He said, in our family, nobody has gone above a certain limit. But he said, by the grace of God, he schooled himself and paid his fees to the university. He said he did his first and he's into his masters. He said he had written applications upon applications and nothing was working. And he said his family does not arrive, arise to a certain level. And he told himself that by the grace of God, he will change the story. He will change the narrative. But he said, everywhere he goes, they turn him down. Everywhere he goes, they turn him down. And he said, there was one particular place he was targeting. And the people looked at him and said, we could have taken you back. And he didn't understand the bat. He said that we could have taken you, but nobody was telling him the bat. And he knew that that bat, and he fears him. That bat, you know, and he bushes him. He said, I must deal with the bat. Because you look at me and say, you look nice, but I'm not, uh, can we eat in the niceness? If I look nice in my face, and there's no evidence of the goodness of God, it'd be niceness we go chop. He went crazy, he said that all night. He said, God. So, so when he was going up and down, he got, at the point, he carried a chair, a chair, a cassette, and he was going up and down. I said, come on, who is this crazy one for God? Then, whilst the all night was almost coming to an end, his phone, he had an alert. Then he looked, there was a call. Then he picked the call. He said, are you Mr. So-so-and-so? He said, yes, sir. He said, you came for an interview, and he had forgotten that he went to an interview somewhere. He said, you came for an interview, so-so-and-so. You have passed the interview successfully. And we have been waiting for you to pick up your appointment letter. But we don't know where you are until somebody was searching through and found your number. And that is why we are. And they, and they called him on Friday night. The all night was Friday, entry to Saturday. Now, Prophet Adam, who works on Saturday? Uh, let me ask you, who works? We are not talking about private business. This one, it is ministries. Who, who work on Saturday? But because of you, God will let somebody. Ah, 
I said because of you, because of you. Somebody. Then he had an alert. Then they say, Sir, can you come to? They say it is Saturday. They say, Sir, somebody will be waiting in the office. When he went, he said he heard that he must come to the office. And he scrolled the things that were benefit assigned to their position. Come on. So that all night, the Lord cleared the thing. You're traveling in the Lord. Let's go to Acts chapter 8. Let's all stand up. Let's all read. Acts chapter 8. Can we read together? Let's go. Oh, I want the one day. You let's go back. Take me back to the slide. Let's read it together. Let's go. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with, with him graciously give us all things? Let's read Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. The last one, First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Protect it. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. I am making a statement with these scriptures. Let's all read together. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Let's go. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Let's read it again. Let's go again. One, two. And the God of all grace, who called you back his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Tell that the devil is a liar. Say, as I shall travel, say, as I pray, the Lord shall restore, the Lord shall confirm, the Lord shall establish, the Lord will make me strong. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Travel, travel, travel in prayer. Oh, go in your mouth and travel in prayer and sing the face of the Lord and sing the face of the Lord. Travel, 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 travel. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. We travel. We are traveling. Yes. Oh God. We travel. Let Every day, every situation must give way. I am believing your God that no matter what the enemies are, I travel. I shall see a result. I shall see a result in the name of Jesus. Boldly, confidently tell somebody. The next time you see me, I'll give you a testimony. Don't be gentle about it. Tell the person, I say, I say, I say. by the grace of God. The next time you see me, I, I will give you a testimony. Go to another person. Go to another person. Tell the person, say, without apology, I am telling you that by the grace of God, the next time 
you see me I will give you a testimony make the Lord open that door I say make the Lord break through make the Lord do it I don't know who you are but make the Lord I said tomorrow about this time make the Lord shake it make the Lord do it for you every door that was closed make God do it in the name of Jesus tell somebody I will tell my story the fact that you have not heard about me does not mean I am dead. Tell them I am still alive. But it's a matter of time. Say my story. Me. My story. I shall tell. One day, one day. Ah, may the Lord make you tell your story. I say may the Lord make you tell your story. Nobody. You are going to pray two prayers. Two prayers. One says stop it. Say stop it. Stop it. Stop it. When we say stop it, it means that we are stopping it. Number two says speed. Speed. Say speed. Speed. They are all S. One is negative. One positive. Listen. Stop it. It means they will not carry your dead body to this church. You didn't hear me. I said, Calvary Baptist will not bury the youth in this church. So whatever will be told after you died, we cancel it. We are going to ask for speed so that whatever has delayed, you will not die to tell your story. Listen, nobody will write your biography and tribute. Not now. You are going to leave. You see all the senior men? Do you know the prayer they pray for you? We are praying for you that you will live. You know why? If you die and you don't bury us, it's a failure. Are you understanding me? We will pray for you that you will live. And you will wear our shoes. Wherever we step, you will step it ten times. Listen, I say as long as we live, none of you will be a failure. I say none of you will be a drunkard. Then none of you will be useless. What we are not able to do, the Lord will make you stand in our shoes and you will do it. I said they will not carry your dead body into this auditorium. Say speed. Say speed. Say God. Give me time. Give me time. And give me speed. Say as I pray. As I pray. Time. Speed. Time. Speed. Time and speed. Listen. Time and speed, they are movement, but they sit somewhere. If you don't call for it, it will not come. Am I saying something? I didn't write it. I said, Time and speed, they are movement, but they are somewhere. If you don't call for it, it will, it will not come. You need time and you need speed to finish your assignment. Yeah. Are you understanding me? Yeah. That is why some people are sitting now before they are starting. That one, they need grace. But when God gives you time and speed, what people took 50 years to finish, you will finish it by 35. You will finish it by 40. Because the rest is not for the sweet. And the battle is not for the strong. Lift up your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. 
Jesus. I receive speed. I receive speed and time, and time for my assignment. For my assignment. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Open your mouth and pray. Come on, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Yes. 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 Make the Lord do it for you. Make the Lord do it for you. Make the Lord give you speed. Make the Lord give you time. Yes. 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 Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Jesus. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Somebody, 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 somebody. Receive it. Receive speed. Receive speed. Receive it. Yes. 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 It's your time. 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 Everybody lift up your hand. There's a, there's a power. There's a power going to overshadow you. Lift up your hand. Holy Spirit, take over. Take over now. Overshadow somebody. Yes. Yes. To the back. To the back. In the middle. To the choir loft. Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Give somebody speed. 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 Now. Jesus. 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 Every limitation give way. Every barrier. Every barrier. Every barrier. Jesus. Jesus. Open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take, 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 take. Pastor Chiwa, quickly, quickly, quickly. Pastor Philip, just, yes, place your hand upon her. Place your hand upon her now. Now, now. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, your time, your time, your time, your time is not past, your time is not past, your time is not past. Titi Joel, why you lift up the song? Everybody lift up the song unto the Lord. It's your prophetic song. Hey, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Take the song, take it.
nobody is behind time but in your grace and in your mercy you are giving us speed and time so that whatever you have given to us to do we will do it in Jesus name Amen please take your seat let me quickly wind up take your seat and so we are told about Jehoshaphat was a king and remember that he came as a king very young very very young and the Lord endowed him with grace and with ability. And then all of a sudden, the Moabites and the Ammonites and other people teamed up. And that Jerusalem in the past was a blessing to all these people. But all of a sudden, they conspired and came together. And they were coming to attack. And the Bible said, somebody came to King the king and said, King, there are about three, four people, nations, that have conspired and come together against you. There's something I read in 1 Samuel about David. When David was giving his testimony to the king Saul, he said, there was a time the bear and the lion came to eat up the flock and I told them. I did a study and I realized that the bear and the lion are not friends. They are enemies. They don't flow together. But to destroy David's flock, the bear and the lion for once became friends. Unholy alliance against somebody's destiny. So here is three or four people who have come together. They are not friends. Though. But for the reason of Jehoshaphat, they must gather together against. But I prophesy that anybody that will gather against you, any group of people that will come against you, may the Lord defend you. So Jehoshaphat heard the news. And the Bible said he was afraid. The king was afraid. Let me tell you something. To be afraid is not a sin. But to allow the fear to dominate you is the sin. Because everybody once upon a time can be afraid. Are you understanding me? Most pastors, when we have preaching engagement, before we mount the podium, most pastors, some of them cry their stomach turn. It is when they climb up, their feet tree, uh, anointing and grace is given. Most people who have speaking engagement will tell you that they have fear. There are people who have fear. Uh, some people are afraid. But that is not the matter. But allowing the fear to dominate you, that makes you a sinner. Now, so, the king was afraid. And the Bible said that he went before the Lord. And if you read the story carefully, you will notice the way he prayed. That also should tell us how to pray. Because he prayed in line. And if you study his prayer, the content of his prayer was loaded. And then as he prayed, the Lord assured him that I have the Levites. I have the people around you. The battle is not your battle. This thing, leave it to me. And the Bible said, Jehoshaphat summoned all women, all children, the entire nation, and they came to prayer. That is how 
a man sees the value of prayer and rising to God, trials will come. But what do you tend to? Trials will come. But who do you call? Some people, the first trial is their best friend. But the first place to go is to go before God. And so the king came before God. And God said, lift up a song and sing. The rest is in my hand. If you look at the story carefully, and I'm teaching you because we have made some mistakes before. And we don't want you to repeat it. People think that God will do 100% everything. That is a lazy person. God will not do what you should do. Whatever you should do, he will let you do it. If you refuse to do it, it's your own trouble. But as soon as you do your part, God will handle his part. Remember, he said, don't worry, you get ready. And the Bible said, early in the morning. Do you know getting in the morning is not easy? But the people got up early in the morning, they prepared themselves, and he said, now raise their song. God didn't say, I will sing. He said, you, sing. And as they sang, and as they were singing, the Lord caused ambush. The enemies only singing, oh, and the whole group of people who were coming against Jehoshaphat started fighting among themselves. I don't know what they heard. I don't know what they saw. But God made everything busy bazaar. They fought themselves. They killed themselves. And somebody said, hey, king, the people are fighting, oh. And by the time they got there, all their enemies were dead. Jehoshaphat and his people never shot one arrow. They never threw a stone. They never only singing from a distance. And as they sang, as they praised God, God raised an ambush against their enemies. And their enemies killed themselves. I want you to know that when you know your God, eh, no matter what happened to you, you will be standing. Some people, as soon as, as, soon as they hear news, it's two actions. Either you react, Reality me, you become confused. But our people, when they hear news, they respond. They don't react. Bad news. Oh, you are going to die. They respond. That say yes, the Lord. I know whom I have trusted. That He will not take me. And then you, you know, you believe God. What are the lessons we are learning? Number one, we are learning that we are learning that everything about life is pushing. Tell somebody everything about life. Is pushing and winning. Tell somebody, everything about life is pushing and winning. Look, if you don't push, nobody will push for you. You must win this thing by augments. Number two, let's say we are learning is that trials, when trials come, eh, they are only simply saying to you, hello. Oh, you didn't hear me. Do you know when trials come? Simply trials is telling you, hello. It's flashing the light. Hello. If you respond, you will be shocked. Do you know that some of the best songs we sing today, some of the best books we read, were written when people were going through tears. And it was in their trial, they wrote a song. A woman lost the, the child, an only child. And in the midst of the pain, her ministry was revealed. So sometimes when the trials come, it is only a blessing in disguise. Number four, when we go through the trials, God is telling us that no condition is permanent. No condition is permanent. No condition is permanent. Let's go to the next slide. You are doing a good job. I will soon just hand over the microphone. Now, I want you to know that what are the times in which we are living? What time? Because you see, if you don't know the time in which we are living, eh, you would think that you are the only one suffering. 
But sometimes, as soon as you go to somebody else and the person tells you his story, you will say, ah, I'm my own, make a chalk. Because the person's story, then you ask the person, so you are going through all this thing and you are still standing, say, I, I didn't tell you, so you didn't know. So I want you to know that it is not what you are going through that means that you alone, somebody's story and trial is much more than yours. But the question is that every life will be tested. Every blessing will be tested. Even your new position, it will be tested. Are you understanding me? Number two, our faith will be tested. You say you have faith. Situations will come. Even you say you have faith. And your faith, let's see. Number three, your conviction. What do you believe? What is your conviction? What, is your, what are you holding on? That if they take everything away from you, you will still hold your conviction. So many people, when they went, quite recently, a lady said to my wife, uh, I've got to marry a Muslim. And my wife asked, why? He said, I waited in the church and nobody dated me. So I've gone to a Malam. I've gone to a Muslim. And we have two children now, but I'm returning to church. Where is your conviction? Husband or no husband? Ring or no ring? My conviction is that I will not sell my birthright. That should be your conviction. Because you are going to try out, but very soon, at the age of 50, God forbid, you will not get there. But I've seen people at the age of 45, 50, who were wedded. And they gave birth at 55. So what can God not do? Hold on to your conviction. No matter the storms, hold on to your conviction. Say amen. amen. Our knowledge will be tested. And our relationships will be tested. Let's go to the next slide. So what are we to do? If I'm going through the trials, I must pray. Tell somebody pray. Or tell somebody pray. Say prayer is your stability. And prayer is your stand. When you are going through any trial, before you start complaining, pray. The moment you pray, God will give you a stand. And God will give you a stability. Because you see, the trial is to meant. You see, when a trial comes, eh, Satan to come with temptation. I remember, I said, trials are to mature you. But temptation is to make you fall. So when the trials come, what the devil does is that a door is open. So Satan will deliberately come with a temptation. Oh, but this man is a married man, but sleep with him. Sleep with him. Oh, but you are going through school fees. You cannot pay. This is your final year. Pay the fees. You can't pay. So you just sleep with him. Trial, but temptation is to sleep with the man. But you see, when you know whom you have trusted, you will pray. And when you pray, God will give you results. He said, call on me, and I will answer you. And I will tell you, create and mighty things you don't know. Number four, is that it is the delight of God that when I pray, he will answer. And pray for favor. We have done that already. Pray for favor, for speed, for escape, and evidence. Go to the next slide. Go to the next slide. As I'm wrapping up, how do I persevere? What are the keys? There are keys to go through trial. I have been through a number of trials. What is making me still preach the word of God? Why didn't I give up? I've seen death. I've gone through fire. I've gone through disgrace. I've gone through things. What is keeping me standing? Number one, unshakable God. Do you know your God? I'm not saying, do you sing about God? I am not saying, do you have money devotion? You can have money devotion, but you don't know God. You can read this Bible, but you don't know God. Do you know Him? Know yourself. Some of us, we don't know ourselves. 
please, please, take time to study who you are. Know your temperament. What others cannot take, you can take. But there are some things you cannot take. But Philip can take it. You are not Philip. So don't compare yourself to Philip. Don't try to be like Philip. Be yourself. Know yourself so that you can love yourself. You can appreciate yourself. Don't compare yourself to people. We are not in competition. Somebody's time has come. Very soon your time will come. So don't worry. Keep on keeping on. Value yourself. When you stand before the mirror, tell yourself, I am beautiful without the ring. Am I speaking to somebody? Number two, how do I go through the trial? The word of God. The word. Look, the word is visitation. I'm telling you. This word, this word, it is written. But if you believe this word, eh, sometimes you can be in your room and the word will visit you. I have experienced it several times. Me, I have Ah, the other time I was there, I was going through something. And as a pastor, you know, we pastors, when we are going through, who do we talk to? As I was going through the thing, and then a word entered the room. A word. Hebrews. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm telling you, the word, it entered my room. And it said, I'll not leave you nor forsake you. And the word left. When the word left, I said, oh yeah, every worry, every problem is over. I came from my room strong and I ministered to other people. Where did I get the strength? The word visited me. May the word visit you in your home. May the word visit you where you are. May the word open your eyes. Go to the last one. Go to the next slide. The will of God. Everybody say the will of God. Say the will of God. Look, let me tell you something. When you are planted within the will of God, then nobody can kill you. You didn't hear me. When you are in the will of God, even when you are in a job, and the job you are is the will of God, let them write and choke you. Let them choke you. Until you say, I will leave that place. Nobody will sack you. Because the will of God is so solid. And there's a perfect will of God. There's a perfect will of God. But there's a permissive will. Why am I going through this? Lord, why? So does God will not answer the why. God will not talk. Because he does not need to answer you. He has permitted this thing. So that when all is over. When all is over. Then you can go back and say. Hey, Sana. I went through this thing. God permitted it. For his glory. And God will come with provision. The four boys, the three boys, in that fire. They were in the will of God, in the fire. And God appeared as the fourth man, provisional will of God. He will supply energy, strength in your fire. And the last one, the work of God. Tell somebody, I shall experience it. Oh, are you angry? I'll, I'll hand over the microphone, please. Say, the work of God. Look, sometimes the work of God... God will use people to pay your school fees. <laughs> this God. This God. This God. He will use people. Number two. This is where I have a problem with Christians. Sometimes you are binding Satan. I bind you. I bind you. Let me tell you something. We have matured and we have seen that this God, eh, he can even use Satan to open a door for you. I'm telling you. Satan can let them suck you. Hey, they will suck you without any fringe benefit you will go and start your own company then they will now come and say oh, we realized that we didn't do well, please return and then they will count all the 
accumulated. But by the time they are calling you, you have started your own business. You are now a CEO. You will be there. But God sometimes will you sit down. But God also will work through his own hands. Last slide. The last one. Everybody say remembrance. Say remembrance. What will you be remembered for? As a Christian who gave up easily? Or as a Christian, your legacy is creating change? Tell somebody, I will create change. Say, I will be an agent of change. Say, everywhere I enter, I shall create happiness. Oh, are you alive? Are you alive? I said, everywhere you go, create happiness. Last, last one, say you will create value. And then you will leave a legacy of disciples for Jesus. May God bless you. Stand on your feet. Thank you for listening to the PDYC podcast. We trust that this message has brought great transformation your way. Connect with us on our Instagram page that's at pdyc.cbc and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. At this point, we would want to give you a special opportunity to give your life to Jesus if you do not yet know Jesus Christ practically as your Savior and Lord. Say this heartfelt prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross to save me from distraction and from aborting my purpose on earth. Please come into my heart and reign as Lord and Savior from today. Wow, congratulations! If you said this prayer to the Lord from your heart, you are now a child of God and heaven rejoices over you today. You are invited to join us or any Bible-believing church so that you can grow strong in Jesus. For counseling or help, kindly call 0244-997760. PDYC, a shining light to the nations.